Hello and welcome to the Singlehood Podcast, an upbeat and honest podcast where we talk about living beyond the singles box. This is a safe space to deep dive into the thrills and challenges of being a single young adult. I am branching out to do a couple segments on purity and sexuality. I feel like as singles, these are topics that we grapple with. And in my own experience, these are subjects that often don't get talked about in the church setting. This platform will not be discussing personal views surrounding the church's stance toward purity and sexuality, but it is my heart to be a resource to those inside the church and outside of the church. These are delicate topics and the views and stance are coming from one person's perspective. I welcome your comments and feedback as I delve into these topics. And if you have young children, know that the following podcast will be addressing sex and sexuality. Hello friends, I'm back. And today I'm talking about purity. When you hear that word, what comes to mind? I honestly hesitated to start off with that word because there's so much surrounding the word purity depending on your upbringing and your experience. For some of you, that's been the greatest goal and you fought hard for purity and have been rewarded. And for others, maybe the only thing that comes to mind is monks and rings and you just want to cringe and run away. But before you turn this off, do not. No matter where you are, I promise I have something earth shattering to share with you. And I'm not just saying this because for me personally, it truly rocked my world. I'll admit growing up and really until this year, I got the narrow concept of purity, but I struggled with the why behind purity. Maybe you have too. And I think the reason for that is our culture has assigned the wrong definition to purity. We've limited the definition when I think it actually is a lot broader of a term. Here's what I mean. And what I say is probably going to blow your mind because it did for me. So here it is. Purity isn't a list of do's and don'ts. Now I know that you hear that, but really think about that. Purity is not a list of do's and don'ts. It's not about being good or being bad. It's not about doing right or doing wrong. And here's the other thing you need to know. Purity isn't just about sex. Sex is only one component of purity. So by definition, purity means being of one substance or essence. If something is pure, it is of one substance, like water. So water is not made up of sugar, lemons, and glass. It's just water. Water is water. A water molecule is made up of atoms that unify to make water what it is. So if purity is one substance, another way to think of it is unified. In a perfect world, true purity then is unity of the heart, mind, emotions, and desires. Yes, even sexual desire. Here's another way to look at it. 
I think of purity in the same way that I see someone with integrity. So when I think about a person of integrity, I think of someone who comes across as having uh, character values and morals that are consistent. So whether I'm sitting face to face with this person or um, when they're at home and when no one's with them, they live by the same principles. And they don't just live by them, they uphold them. And these morals and values spill over into all aspects of their love, their church, their work, their relationships, their thoughts. You get it. I think there's a quote out there that says something like, good character is who you are when no one's looking, or good character is who you are when you're in the dark. I don't know, something like that. But I think that's a really good definition of integrity. And I also think that's a really good definition of purity. It's not something that is done for show or to impress people, but it's a conviction that's lived out on a daily basis. And the thing about purity is it's about motives. You know, a person can say I'm sexually pure just to look good in church or to advance in their career while caring very little about the moral or biblical aspects of sexual purity. So true purity as a whole is something that encompasses all of who you are. And it's not just geared toward doing something for the sake of being right or for the sake of what's right. And I think if we get hung up on being pure just for the sake of being good or doing good, it doesn't work. Because let me tell you, staying pure is not, uh, not just sexually pure, but in all aspects of life is really, really hard. So again, purity as a whole is something that spills into thoughts, conversations, sexuality, sensuality, and it spills over into thoughts and actions toward others. So it's not just for self, it's also for others. And here's the key. It's not done from a place of self-righteousness, but an understanding of the design and purpose that purity was intended for and a desire to honor that purpose. So you're probably thinking, well, what is that purpose? Like what, what is the why behind purity? And I think we tend to look at purity like if purity was a person I feel like purity would be the police the fun sucker the joy killer just that really bitter person who's standing in the corner judging everyone and calling out oh you shouldn't have done that but I think of purity as a person um, who is very kind and very loving and the type of person that you always want to be around you don't want to leave and I think that purity allows us to experience the beautiful life and the good life in the purest, yes, pun intended, sense of the word. And of course, there are sermons, there are books that I think go more deeply into the idea and concept of the design for purity. But that's just how I look at it. So when I discovered this about purity, it totally changed the value that I place on it. In other words, when I discovered the true definition of purity, the value I placed on it went real, really high. I'll say that. It went way up, <laughs> like skyrocketed. And 
this at first was really hard for me because from a Christian perspective, I feel like purity is very clouded. Now, I want to say that the church is often the culprit for the purity culture, which was a movement that started in the 90s to counteract the sexual revolution of the 60s. And I grew up on, I guess I would say, the tail end of that. But I personally am not out here to blame the church. And I see the purity culture as something that was started by a group of Christians rather than the organization of the church itself. And looking back, I never heard a pastor say that sex is bad or that marriage is better than being single or any of that. Um, so I'm not sure where all the silence and the purity, the, the negative views of purity came from um, for me. But I will say that I've started a journey of untangling misconceptions that I've had by asking myself, what value do I place on purity? And I think it's important to ask these kinds of questions because it forced me, it forces us to take ownership and responsibility for what we believe. And that's really important in a culture and a world that shames the pure. I think in our society today, we downgrade having good morals and I think a lot of times if someone stands up for their values or for their morals, they're seen as being insensitive or as being politically incorrect. So I think it is actually a very beautiful and exhilarating thing to stand up for my values, for your values and what I believe and for what you believe. And that's a really important thing for us to do. And so I encourage you to ask what value do you place on purity? Does it matter to you and why? Um, because in doing that, you're taking ownership for what you believe, not what your parents believe or your peers believe. And this is critical because at the end of the day, like I said, we live in a society where it's uncool to come on as virtuous. And if you don't stand up and know what you believe, someone else will decide for you or you'll get knocked down. Your values and your morals and your beliefs are like your compass. I cannot tell you the number of times that I've been shamed for being pure. And if I didn't have those morals and those values, if I didn't have my why, I would fold. So something else to ask yourself is, what does purity mean to me? And is it just restricted or limited to sexual integrity? Or is it all encompassing of a person's character? And if it's just limited to sexual integrity, what does that encompass? Is it just waiting to have sex before marriage? Or does it expand in a much broader sense to say not watching porn or uh, having physical and emotional boundaries? And again, surrounding that whole framework, a really important question to ask yourself is why? Why does this matter to me? What about th this matters to me? So there's so much more that I could say um, and so many more ideas that I have. I would really like to come on and do a more practical how to remain pure as a 
single 20 something 20 plus person but for now I just wanted to leave you with that insight that I've had and something that's really rocked my world and blown my mind um, because I think that I'm not alone in this struggle that you probably have some of the same questions or thoughts that I do and it's good to know that we're not alone um, and that we can grapple with this and we can work to develop a framework for our beliefs and values surrounding purity. So I'll leave you with this thought that I recently had, and that is that purity is wholeness. It's about the whole person. So that's all I have, and I will be back on again soon.